David Adegboyega, the sound character coach. David is passionate about national transformation through sound character development. He derives joy in raising young people who live for the common good. Hello everyone. Welcome to Sound Character with David Adegoyega. I am David Adegoyega, author of the Sound Character book series and a Sound Character coach. It's always a pleasure and a privilege to talk about Sound Character. If you recall, last week we had our premiere edition of this show, Sound Character with David Adegoyega, where I mentioned that our vision is to raise a critical mass of purposeful future leaders who will demonstrate values that will contribute positively globally. Never forget that, positively globally. We need a new generation of people, we need new crops of leaders, we need a, a new set of people who will impact our world positively. We need new energy, we need positive energy to transform our nations, not only in Nigeria, but all over the nations of the earth. So, some character with David Adeguega is here to inspire you and for you to inspire everyone in your society, anywhere you are in the part of the world, for you to inspire people to character excellence, to moral excellence. This show is to inspire you to be the people we need to rebuild the moral fabric of our societies the world over. If you recall, last week we talked about the fact that character in leadership has been replaced by image. Truth has been replaced by power. Confession and moral changes have been replaced by spin control and image makeovers. If we look around us today, we will see that this is very true, that character in leadership has been replaced. Truth has been replaced by plausibility. Plausibility is saying what you know is not true, as it is true. And of course, that's what we the concept of propaganda from. So we talked about that last week. And this quote, that character in leadership has been replaced by image, is from the book Character Counts by Oskins. Now, you know, when we talk about leadership, our minds go first to the government at every level. The federal government, the state government, the local government, you know, yeah, that's correct. And of course, if we look closely enough, we will see that character has been replaced in all of these levels of government. However, when we talk about leadership, as we will talk about today, I want us to look more at ourselves. You know, like I mentioned last week, this show, Some Character with David Edeboega, is not to complain. Is not to lament, it's to inspire you to moral excellence, it's to inspire you to live for the common good. 
even if it means you may suffer some things temporarily. This show is to inspire you to live for the common good. So you may think, well, I'm not a political leader, I'm not I'm just an employee somewhere, or I just run a business. That's fine. Oh, I'm just a teenager, I'm still at home with my parents. Yeah, that's fine. But you need to begin to see yourself as a leader because that is who you are. And you must learn to live for the common good. Now, that's very important. You must learn to live not just for yourself. You must learn to live and bring good to everyone. Imagine we have leaders like that. Just imagine that. So this show is to inspire us. Now when we talk about character in leadership, when we talk about character in leadership, I need us to look at this from the view of we the people. You know, recall last week Friday was June 12, and June 12, uh, 1993 in Nigeria was a very memorable day because that was the day we had our freest elections. But the leader we voted for, he never became the president, and he's even long gone now. We're talking about. Moshud Kashimao Abiola, MKO Abiola, of pleasant memory. Now, he is long gone, but we, the people, are still here. We, the people, are still here. So, it's important that when we look at leadership, we begin to look at we, the people. So, what kind of leaders are we in our respective rights? You know, during the week, I made a post on leadership in Nigeria. Um, and I met up, made a comment on that post, which was quite instructive. Now, the post was, leadership is our challenge in Nigeria. But we can overcome this by joining hands to build great followers. Since leaders emerge from followers. Leadership is our challenge in Nigeria, but we can overcome this by joining hands to build great followers since leaders emerge from followers. Now, my mentor's comment on that post was this. He said, nothing wrong with leadership. Let Nigerians change their character and all will be well. If people get their kind of leadership. Now, that for me is a big deal. That if people get their kind of leadership, this is so apt. Now, so going back to that post where I said, Leadership is our challenge in Nigeria. Now, what, what I'm 
saying here is that so I say leadership is our challenge in Nigeria, but we can overcome this challenge by joining hands to build great followers since leaders come from followers. If you understand that, what we're saying in essence is that followership is our challenge in Nigeria. Raising the right kind of followers. You know, this brought home the point I've been trying to make, which is that what we need to focus on is on raising followers. We need to raise the right people for the right leaders to emerge. When we talk about raising followers, we're not talking about raising follow follow. We're talking about raising followers. We're not talking about raising people who just follow a leader sheepishly because of what they are getting. You know, if, if you look around today, especially in our, in our immediate environment here in Nigeria, you can see that a lot of people just follow leaders because of what they get. You know, not because of true leadership. But what we're saying here is that we need to raise people that are well brought up, sound-minded, objective, and forthright. We're talking about people who live for the common good. We're talking about people do not mind walking behind the scene. We're talking about silent laborers. We're talking about people who do not care who takes the glory or who gets the job done. That's a very big deal for me. People who walk to get the work done. Not people who walk to get the glory. Let me talk a little bit about that. That's it. That's something that we need to focus on. People working to get the job done or working so that they are seen working for the glory. And you know, because people want to work for the glory, a lot suffer. A lot suffer. Not. But if you have a, make up your mind that I want to work, get this work done, you know, I don't care who takes the glory, that, that doesn't sound popular in our world today, but I tell you, that's the way to go. Because let me tell you what, the glory knows how to find its ears. That's true. If your mind is more on the reward, if your mind is more on the glue than the work, you will not even do the work well in the first place. But if you are focused on getting the work done and working to make your boss look good, make your boss take the glue, you don't worry about that, then you're a good follower. Like I said, 
part of our vision is to raise great followers. And I, I want to emphasize not follow, follow people, followers, sound-minded, objective, forthright people. We're talking about people who are not rude, who are very objective, very clear-minded. We don't have to be rude. We don't have to brag about the whole place. No. Just make your point. Make it very clear. We need those kind of followers. A leader needs great followers. A leader needs people that are clear-minded. A leader does not need people that say yes to him all the time. A leader needs people who will not be afraid of him. These people around him who can look him in the face and very politely tell him the truth. That's the kind of people we need to raise. People who know the value of delayed gratification. People who know the value of delayed gratification. You know, we're now emerged in a world where Starting small is like old school. However, I heard someone recently say, you know, people now taking jobs of 100k, 50k, 150k is like me. Like, what, what do I want to do with that? But we need to know something. And this is coming straight from our heart to, you know, the young ones, the youth amongst us. Please. Don't be afraid to start small. Never forget that that job is not your destination. That job is just an opportunity for you to learn. Robert Kiyosaki would always say, work to learn. Don't work just to earn. Work to learn. And of course, you know, like Wise Morrow would always say, that's it. The job, they can fire you from the job, but they can't fire you from the work. Job is just a stopgap till you find your work. And you must find your work, you guys, you must find your work. Don't stay locked on the job. Find your work. See, your job is meant to prepare you for the work. And you may be thinking, work, job, what's the difference? A world of difference. Your work is what you were created to do. Your work is what you were made to do. Your work is what will make you add value to the world. Your job is part of another person's work, which is good to be done for a time while you work towards your work. Your job will prepare you for your work. But don't stay forever on a job. See, you can hand over your work to your children. You can't hand over your job to your children. And to, to build your work, it requires delayed gratification. Why a lot of young people want to blow today is because 
they can't wait. But you know what? If anything is going to be sustainable, it has to come through waiting. Nothing good comes quick. So when we talk about raising followers, we're talking about raising people who commit to dignity of labor. There is dignity in labor. You know, these, these are values that must come tops as very key national values for us. Of course, why, why, why are we implore the elected government to give us an enabling environment. We're challenging each and every one of ourselves to commit to dignity of labor, to commit to hard work. When we talk about raising followers, we're talking about raising people who are industrious, people who love to solve challenges, people who love to tackle problems, by leveraging the collective strength of everyone. We're talking about people who engage. You know, in, in the corporate world, it's called stakeholder management. We're talking about people who can engage to solve a problem. We need to raise followers. We need to raise a new, clear-minded people. You know what, see? We need to raise followers. If we have the wrong followers will have the wrong leaders. Now, so if there's any society anywhere we go today who thinks they have the wrong leader, well, and I tell you, the leader is not the problem. The followers, that's where the work is. Why? Because a people get the kind of leader you get the kind of leader you deserve. So on this show, some character will give their leader. Our aim is to inspire you to sound character excellence so you can inspire your circle of influence and the society at large. Our aim is to raise a new people because once we have a new people, a new nation will emerge. So for today, the 21st of June, I mean for today, as we, as we prepare for Father's Day on the 21st of June, I want to zero in on a topic that speaks to the fact that fatherhood is what we need to influence nations. You know, Father's Day is coming on Sunday, the 21st of June. It's going to be Father's Day. And I would like to talk about influencing the nation through fatherhood, raising followers. Because see, we need fathers to raise followers. And I want to give a shout out to my father. Thank you, Daddy, for raising me up to stand on mountains. I also say a big thank you to the Almighty Father. Papa, we know the time. I say happy Father's Day to all fathers in the world. Let's talk about fatherhood. Because if we are to raise followers, if we are to raise a new people, if we are to build a new society, 
If we are to build a new nation, we need fathers. Oh, we need fathers. So we look at the topic, influencing the nation through fatherhood. Of course, when we talk about a father, yeah, it could be a male parent, and it could be somebody who started something original, something new as a father. And to, to look at this topic, influencing the nation through fatherhood, we'll consider four key uh, four key aspects of, of, of this. That is, number one, fatherhood is one of the greatest privileges. Fatherhood is one of the greatest privileges. Fatherhood has nothing to do with economic status. Fatherhood is about creating an enabling environment. And then fatherhood is a chain reaction. Fatherhood is a chain reaction. Fatherhood is about creating an enabling environment. Fatherhood has nothing to do with your economic status. And fatherhood is one of the greatest privileges. Yeah. Now, you know, fatherhood, because, like I said, we, you know, becoming a new parent, a father child. Now, the privilege of having a wife and then both working to raise children is one of the tasks with the greatest influence in the nation. The privilege of having a wife. You know, one of these days we're going to talk about getting a wife. Now, the privilege of having a wife and both working together to raise children is one of the tasks with the greatest influence on the nation. Like we know, we know the role of the family in the nation. But of course, the family starts with the father and the mother. So, fatherhood is like taking up a job. Of course, your first assessed for suitability and then if you're found successful you're giving your job description your GD then you see your key performance indicators KPIs show you your targets and of course they give you the tools to work so I want us to see fatherhood like that so you can imagine getting your dream salary or your dream profit. Now the kind of joy you feel, you know, you can you can just begin to imagine. Now the joy of fatherhood is even to a superlative degree. So fatherhood is like you have a job and of course you have KPIs. You have a job you have a target and you don't want to be fired from the job. Now, the, the job of fatherhood is such that 
the impact of that job affects the whole nation. So, if you are a father listening to me, please begin to look at your job as a father. And begin to look at the impact you are making on the nation. And ask yourself, what have I contributed to the good things happening in society? What have I contributed to the bad things happening in society? You know, the, the issue of rape, <coughs> excuse me, the issue of rape is becoming predominant. Well, not that it's becoming, it's always been there. But so let's ask ourselves, where are the fathers? So, if you have a son that has raped a girl, you contributed that. Now, if you have a son that has made the nation proud, that's your contribution. So, one of the greatest privileges is to be a father. And the joy of fatherhood is superlative. Fatherhood is simply reproducing people like you. Now, when I say like you, not in terms of profession, but in terms of character, in terms of the principles that can be applied for success in any chosen profession. Fatherhood is simply reproducing people like you in terms of character. Now, this places a great responsibility on fathers to live up to expectation. Fatherhood is reproducing people like you in terms of character. That's a deep statement. Now, you know, that takes us to the next point. Fatherhood has nothing to do with your economic status. Misplaced priority makes a lot of fathers focus on economic status at the expense of their character status. A lot of young men focus more on their economic status at the expense of their character status. Now, so don't, for, don't forget that even if you are not yet a father today, please begin to look at emphasis you place on your economic status versus your character status. You know, quite a lot of people do whatever it takes to live up to a defined economic status at the expense of role modeling some character. You know, this thing may sound like old school, may sound like, hey, you know, what, what do they matter? But they do matter. You know, they, they, they seriously, seriously do matter. These things are not old school. That's, they, these are the, the basis for building nations. 
the basis for building nations. You know, I have a book, um, some character titled "Some Character Magazine for a Successful Future," and it's interesting. One of the remarks on the book by Tosi Yusuf, we we attended University of Learning together. Tosi Yusuf, uh, inspiration series. He says this book contains vital capsules for some character formation. It represents grandma's concept in contemporary style. Contemporary style. Anyone who wants to be an achiever should stick to the author's prescriptions. So he says that this book represents grandma's concept. So these things we're saying, it sounds like grandma's counsel. But if you want to be successful sustainably, this is the way to go. You know, so the idea we have of success, we need to begin to redefine our ideas around success. So this place priority makes a lot of fathers focus on their economic status at the expense of their character status. Doing whatever it takes to live up to a defined economic status at the expense of some character. Now, while every father, while every young person should strive on the path of honor and integrity towards prosperity, towards economic well-being, it should not be at the expense of some character. So what am I saying? I'm not saying don't strive towards prosperity. By all means, do. But please, strive towards prosperity on the path of honor and integrity. On the path of hard work. On the path of industry. On the path of honesty. On the path of transparency, on the path of diligence, on the path of perseverance, on the path of faith, on the path of honor. By all means, do everything to excel, but not at the expense of sound character. See, your character status is more important than your economic status. You can, you can tweet that. Your character status is more important than your economic status. Hashtag sound character. Your character status is more important than your economic status. So we're talking about fatherhood. I was saying that as a father, your economic status do very important, but it's not as important as your character status. Why? Because fatherhood is producing people like you in terms of character, and of course, we know that. 
what we, what we call character, they are principles that can be applied for success in any chosen profession. You know, of course, a lot of teenagers you know, complain that their father or their, or their mother or their parents want them to do, you know, a particular course which they don't want to do. Well, most important for, for parents, especially fathers, even mothers too, what's most important for parents is that you are, you are raising these people, you know, more in terms of character, not that they continue your profession. Because if, if you raise them with the right character, they will learn the principles for success in any profession that you know they go into and it's important I have an article on influence versus control if you check on my website www.soundcharacter.ng under the blog section www.soundcharacter.ng under the blog section you see an article on influence versus control so as a parent are you influencing your child? Are you controlling your child? The place to be is a place of influence. Yeah. When you raise your children, when you role model some character to them, you stay in the place of influence. So we said that fatherhood is not about your economic status, not just about that, but more importantly, about your character status. Now, very importantly, and here we're going to spend a bit of time, we're looking at influencing the nation through fatherhood. And by influencing the nation, we're saying raising the right kind of followers for the nation through fatherhood. And of course, we're relating this to Father's Day that's coming up uh, on Sunday, the 21st of June. So we're saying that Fatherhood is one of the greatest privileges. Fatherhood has nothing to do with your economic status. Now, we're saying that fatherhood is about creating a enabling environment. And this is very, very important. Fatherhood is about creating an enabling environment. Now, one day, I was, my wife and I were with some of our very elderly friends. And so, of course, there was discussion around the virtuous woman and, and all that she does. And the question came so, the virtuous woman does all this. And then the question came so, what does the man do? And I know, of course, those that know about the virtuous woman, this, I mean, discussion, you know, must be, I mean, unfamiliar to you. Ah, this virtuous woman does all of this, so what's the man, what's the man doing? And then, the response from, you know, this, uh, our elderly friend, so he said that the man creates the enabling environment. Wow, can see it. <laughs> you know, and well, it sounded like really, but that's the truth. Now, so fatherhood 
is about creating enabling environments. See, it goes without argument that in most cases, mothers do a lot more in raising the children. That's true. You know, that is true. And I, I celebrate mothers, even as we celebrate fathers. We love you mothers. Thank you so much. So what we're saying here is that there's no argument about the fact that mothers do a lot more in raising the children in most cases, right? Now, fathers, hear this. You can, you can make mothers do much more. How? I'm sure you want to know. See, mothers are doing a lot but women have a strength that is incredible. That's the truth. Women have a strength that is just, you know, out of this world. And we celebrate them. They do a lot. And they can still do much more. Fathers, hear this. Well, so, what do you need to do to make a woman do much more? As a father, as a husband, as a man, learn to create an enabling environment in your homes. How? Very simple. Loving your wife. The best display of some character is love. You know, we talked about fatherhood as a job that has KPIs, key performance indicators. The first KPI of the job of fatherhood is to love your wife. To love a woman is to be patient with her in unveiling her essence. To love a woman, to love your wife, is to be patient with her in unveiling our essence. You know, when, when the issue of wife first came up in the history of the world, it was because the man had a work to do and he needed a help. And the Almighty God said, let me make a helper for you, suitable for you. So meaning what? Meaning that the man, the father, you have work to do. The father, you have the work to raise great citizens for the world, but you need help. And women come equipped to help. Women come equipped to work. So when you love a woman. You are helping her to unveil her strength. You are helping her to unveil her essence. You are helping her to unveil her power to help you. This is profound right here. To love a woman is to be patient with her in unveiling her essence. See, 
every woman has an essence waiting to be unveiled by the man's love. So, as we're talking about raising the right followers for our nations, for our societies, as we're talking about raising a new people, we're calling on our fathers, we're calling on fathers to love their wives. We're calling because a nation starts from the family. The nation starts from the family. There are, there are four pillars of society that I always love to talk about. Four pillars of society. We have first and foremost the family, education, religion, and the media. But first and foremost is the family because everybody in education, everybody in religion, everybody in the media, everybody in sports, everybody in economics, everybody in science and technology, everybody in arts and entertainment, everybody everywhere came from a family. So, when a man loves a woman, when the father loves the wife, when the father loves the mother, the mother will unveil her strength, her essence to help. When a man loves his wife, he doesn't want to win any arguments with her. He doesn't want to prove any point to her. He just wants to love her. You know, this point about not having any point to prove is a very, very important point in marriage. So if you're listening to me and you're not yet married, this is giving you some marriage 101 life right here. And if you're married and you find yourself always wanting to prove a point or show her or show him, you don't have any point to prove. The only thing you have to prove is your love. So, when a man loves his wife, doesn't have any point to prove. When the wife is loved, she will become the best mother ever. When a wife is loved, she will become the best mother ever. This is this is a golden point. As we're looking at Father's Day, as we're looking at the influence of fatherhood on the nation. Saying, fathers, please love your wives, love the mothers, so that they can become the best mothers ever. Because see, the children can see it, and they will be formed in that environment. You know, never forget what we said earlier: that fatherhood. It's not about your economic status. 
but about your character status. Not every father will be a millionaire, you know. Every father doesn't need to be a millionaire, but every father needs to be a father. Every father needs to instill character excellence in their children. Every father needs to love the wife. I'm not underplaying the role of money in marriage. Of course, very important. But when you have sound character, money will not be a problem. See, if you don't have sound character and you have money, you still see a problem. Character is more important than money. Character is everything. And the best way to display some character is by love. So we're talking to fathers today. We're saying love your wives, love our brothers. Because when a wife is loved, she will become the best mother ever and the children can see it and that creates an environment of love and children are a product of the environment great children are a product of love-filled environments so as we mark another father's day let's remember to create a living environment in our homes through love Especially love of our wives. So I said, fatherhood is a chain reaction. Fatherhood is a what? Is a chain reaction. Where the woman in every home is loved. Great children are raised in every home. Then they become great students. They grow to become great citizens. They grow to become great followers from whom great leaders are either elected or selected. It's a chain reaction. So all the father needs to do is to love the mother and do everything in that capacity, providing all that is needed then, when that is well done, great children are raised. Imagine that happens in every home, regardless of the economic status. See, that you are a multi-billionaire does not mean that you can raise your children very well. And we have a lot of examples like that. And don't think because, well, I don't have as much money, I'm not a successful man, therefore, I just afford to let my children do anything and be anything. No, you have that same responsibility. So it's a it's a chain reaction. It has a powerful domino effect. When we get fatherhood right, influencing the nation through fatherhood, it's a chain reaction. When when the woman in every home is loved. Great children are raised in every home. 
and they become great students. They become great citizens. They become great followers from whom great leaders are either elected or selected. The nation would definitely be the better for it. Fathers, you have what it takes to influence the nation by simply loving your wives. This, this piece today, this show today, like I said, is dedicated to the fathers because of Father's Day coming up on Sunday. And it is to inspire fathers to be deliberate about raising great followers from whom great leaders will emerge for our nation. We are counting on fathers to give us a new nation. Let me read from day 35 of my book, Some Character Magazine for a Successful Future. It says, Building some character is expensive, but it makes success cheap. Building some character is expensive, but it makes success cheap. It will cost you a lot of time efforts to build some character strengths. It will cost you a lot of time and effort to build some character strength. Determining to do your best on every assignment will be challenging, but this will give you a track record of excellence, which will get you recommended for even greater assignments. This is a sure way to become successful in all you do. You know, we said fatherhood is raising people to become like you in terms of character. That's what fatherhood is. Raising people to become like you in terms of your character. I was saying, building that character is expensive, but it makes success cheap. If you're a deliberate father, it will cost you a lot. Sometimes it may, you know, not hanging out with your friends like you might would like to do, or coming back home early. Why? Because you want to love your wife. You want to talk to her. You know, even if your wife has a star bus and can take her to work, sometimes just drive her to work, create more time to talk. You know, regardless of your status, always find a way to love. So building some character is expensive, but it makes success cheap. So here we're talking about successfully raising followers, successfully raising great citizens. It's expensive, but it will, it will make it easy in the long run. So, it's my charge to fathers. Please, give you what it takes. Do it very well. 
It will cost you a lot of time and effort to build some character strength. It will cost you a lot of time and effort to raise great children. It will cost you a lot of time and effort to love your wives. But please do it. Because in the long run, it will make your life good. It will, make, it will, it will give you children you can be proud of. You must understand that you have such a li limited time to spend with your children. By the time they enter the university, by the time they graduate, you know, you don't have that closeness with them anymore. So the time you have now, fathers, please use it well. Do it right. Building some character is expensive, but it makes success cheap in the long run. Now, I want us to note something. That influencing the nation through fatherhood is something I want every father to please think about. Every day, every hour, every minute in your home, you need to be deliberate that I'm, I'm raising the next leader for this nation. So, leadership is not our challenge as a nation. Followership is our challenge. We focus a lot on who is the president. We focus a lot on who is the governor. But we forget who are the people. If we have the right people, we will have the right governance. So if we're struggling with governance, then that means we need to get back and build the right people. We the people determine what happens to the nation. And we're calling on fathers. Please raise for us the right people. Raise for us the right followers. Raise for us young people who commit to dignity of labor. Raise for us young people who commit to hard work. Raise for us young people who commit to delayed gratification. We are calling on fathers. Raise for us young people that are not rude, that are clear-minded. Raise for us young people that walk behind the scene to get the job done. We're calling on a new nation. We're calling on a new nation. We're calling on fathers. Give us a new nation. I'm calling on myself too. Make it a happy nation. Raise for us the right followers. Raise for all the right people. It's not about your economic status. It's about creating an enabling environment. It's about loving your wife. When your wife is loved, she'll become the best mother ever. And great children come from a love-filled environment. It's a chain reaction. When the woman is loved, great children are raised. Great students are raised. Great citizens are raised, and great leaders will emerge. I remain your host, David Adeboyega, author and some character coach. What a joy when we all imbibe some character and live for the common good. Please follow us, like us, and share our posts on our social media handles on Instagram at some character. 
on Twitter at Sound Character, on Facebook at Sound Character Nigeria, and our website www.soundcharacter.ng. What a joy when we all imbibe Sound Character and live for the common good. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Stay blessed, stay safe, and stay positive. His published works are useful for young people in imbibing sound character and for parents in instilling character excellence in their children and wards. He believes that through the grace of God, the sound character ideas will empower a critical mass of purposeful future leaders, demonstrating values to contribute positively globally inspiring Nigerians who would imbibe sound character values so that corruption will not be an option in any situation. He sees a nation where dignity of labor takes its pride of place and where people work hard to unleash the potentials hidden in them.